Mark, help 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 me understand this better. I because uh, it's it's just so fascinating because I can't quite figure out how Republicans are are duped so easily. You have let's talk about the two people uh, that 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 right now uh, a lot of people are fascinated by and talking about and and Democrats are so concerned about um, Donald Trump, Democrat for most of his life. Gave millions of dollars to Democrats. And no, it wasn't like back in the 1990s. He contributed to Kamala Harris's campaign in 2014. Right? Yeah. And then you have Carrie Lake, a Barack Hussein Obama supporter. Right? So she was swept up with hope and change. Just like Donald Trump was a supporter of Kamala Harris and Hillary Clinton and best friends, it seemed at times with Bill Clinton. He loved Democrats. He attacked Ronald Reagan. He attacked one Republican after another. How, how can it be that Republicans embrace these people who were so hostile to the Republican Party, to conservatism? to everything that they supposedly care so much about now. Well, Joe, that's what's so depressing for those of us on Survivor Island uh, <laughs> in the Republican <laughs> Party, uh, is that the party has abandoned completely any sense of, of ideology or coherent policy that has any kind of framework. There's certainly no compassionate conservatism, which first drew me across the bridge. And it has simply become transactional, about and only retaining power. That's all it's about. And we've seen it left and right as the devil's disciples have, in, have, have enabled Trump uh, and others uh, without any kind of principle, with a few exceptions of people like Liz Cheney. And, and that's what has really been depressing to me is that there's so few people willing to stand up for any principle anymore in the Republican Party. Send me to Washington, D.C. To take on to make sure I push back against work to work. Okay, welcome. It is uh, Monday, 17 October in the year overlord 2022. Things are heating up tomorrow. We're three weeks away from the most important midterm election since 1862. We are packed Today, we're going to have Richard Barris, uh, Darren Beatty from Revolver, Richard Barris, the great pollster. I want to talk with a couple of people that are in the middle of this fight. Start out in Montana. Montana won a new district uh, set up in Montana. Commander Ryan Zinke, Secretary of Interior under President Trump and a very close ally and also a, uh, a, uh, a career as a Navy SEAL. Commander Zinke, tell us about the race. What is going on out there in Montana this is a state that President Trump took easily, but we understand that the uh, left-wing uh, Democrats are all pumping money in nonstop. How's the race going? Well, it's, it's tighter than it should be, but you, Steve, you point out, this is this is a race that will determine, I think, the future of the country. In, in my lifetime, certainly, this is the most important race that we've faced. And really, on, on one side, it's we're failing. The Biden administration is failing across the board. They're failing on foreign shores with Afghanistan, Ukraine, and likely Taiwan. They're filling domestically with energy, no borders, supply chain. I mean, we can't even get baby formula on the shelf. But Steve, also we're failing culturally. 
uh, when boys can play women's sports, when they're when they're injecting puberty blocking in junior high, and our founding fathers are now racist, uh, we're in trouble with the, with the triple threat: foreign shores, domestic, and culture. And this election is about a different vision for America, going back to where values matter, the Constitution, self-determination. But the the race is, 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 is as you know, it's pretty tight. Uh, we just need enough ammunition to complete the gunfight, and uh, we'll win. And then then the Republicans, when we take control, we better do what we say we're going to do, and we better control the budget. Uh, and and if we do those things, I think 2024 will look a lot better, and we'll we'll save America. When you're out talking, look, there's no bigger set of patriots than in Montana. I mean, that's kind of, you know, the backbone of the country. These people are fantastic, a tough environment to live up there. When you go out among the constituents, because the good thing about you, I know you're a listener. What are they telling you about the direction of the country? Well, people are concerned. I use the term, they use the term fear, uncertainty, and doubt. By the way, fear is the most used word in the Bible, 365 times. People are seeing our country falling apart. There's nothing to working well. They don't trust the government. I mean, Steve, when I'm on the campaign trail, I ask, you know, is there a government agency, department, branch, division that has the full trust and confidence of the people? And the answer is, shockingly or not shockingly, no. That's a distinct difference of the America that we grew up in when the FBI said something, you can take it to the bank. And now when the FBI, as you know, says something, the credibility has been lost because of the Russian collusion, because of the tipping the scale with Zuckerberg on the elections, because of the heavy handedness, because of Marlago. The list is long. So the FBI has lost the credibility uh, with the people. What I'm hearing, you know, along Montana, inflation, you know, it's, it's uh, killing people. It's a hidden tax. We drive bigger trucks up here. You know, gasoline, you know, you know runs, runs pretty high here with the end of the supply chain. Uh, but people are, are not convinced that the future is better than the past. And, and American first policy reverses that where we can bring, it, you know, gas prices down where they should be, curb spending so we can get inflation back down, bring interest rates down, and, and looking at making sure that, that the people can reach the American dream. And in Montana, as you know, gun, guns, guns reign supreme. So how, how, do, how does your opponent, who's got to be committed to vote for Pelosi and support the Biden agenda, when you take guns, you know, invasion of the southern border, inflation, the printing of money, overspending, what, what, what do they argue against you as America first? Well, they lie. You know, my opponent... Uh, wants to inject 133 trillion with a T dollars in new spending. She wants a tax. She called 87,000 IRS troopers. What a wonderful deal! Her, her words was that, that I think it's fantastic. Uh, you know, and the, you're you're right. This is the Pelosi, the the the, the Biden group that's going to go along with this nonsense economic disaster. Uh, matter of fact, Monica said it was awesome, but. You know, what people you know, look at, I think they're pretty smart. They, they realize, you know, what are the Democrats pushing? They're, they're pushing, in many cases, an abortion plan, which, which accepts abortion moments before birth. Uh, if you're Catholic, that's murder. Uh, it's unacceptable in Montana, but this is what they push. And they push a, an, an agenda that says they're a moderate, but they're not. 
Now, we, we've seen that time and time again, as you know. Uh, these people hate the country, and the direction that they're headed uh, with the Biden administration is a disaster across the board. I can't think of one bright spot with a Biden administration. Can we go ahead? I want, can Denver go ahead? I want to play this spot from Commander Zinke and then come back to the commander. This will never change, at least here. Love for America, Montana, our kids. Prayers for those who keep us free. Before Biden, a gallon of gas cost a couple of bucks. Groceries were affordable, no inflation. Putin was scared of America's military might. It was a Montanan who led the charge for affordable American oil and gas. A Montanan who kept America mighty, 23 years as a Navy SEAL. And that Montanan always came home to Whitefish, where he played high school ball, where he lives, hunts, fishes, spends time with good people. Ryan Zinke was that SEAL, our Congressman, Interior Secretary, and Protector of our lands. Ryan Zinke will bring affordability, decency, and sanity back to our world. I'm Ryan Zinke, and I approve this message. Hey, so, Commander Zinke... Don't like that commercial. You hate America. I mean, it's got the pledge of allegiance. It's got kids. It's got everything that's good about America. So, is 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 the money coming from out of state to your opponent to to dump in here, or what's going on? Well, you know, she gets funds like every other Democrat. Uh, those, those folks, American Prairie Reserve, and out of state money, and money's coming into the, the Democrat, you know, opposition as as we see across the state. For our purpose, we just got to make sure that we have ammunition to complete the battle, uh, continue our campaign, uh, send out the mailers so, so people are encouraged to vote. Okay. Now, quite frankly, considering what's happening in the country, I can't see why voting will almost be 100 percent. I mean, uh, people got to get out and vote. Uh, it makes a difference. Voices need to be heard. But this is the most important election of my lifetime. But I think it sets the path which way we're going to go. Are we going to go to America where families are valued? Are we going to go to America where families are discounted? Are we going to go to America where boys can play girls' sports and puberty blocking is accepted in schools? Or are we going to go to America where our values, both good and bad, of our founding fathers are? We should be proud of America. Commander Zinke, uh, the uh, Liz Cheney can testify to the stroke that the uh, war room has in at Wyoming. And it's got just as much or more in the great state of Montana. So I want everybody, where, where do people go to find out more about your campaign, sir? You know, RyanZinke.com. Uh, if you go to RyanZinke.com, appreciate the help if you can. But also make sure you get out to vote, everybody. You know, grab your neighbors. This is an important election. We will win if, if our patriots come out to vote. And, you know, we're, we're, I'm still a Reagan optimist. You know, I think this is within our measure and merit to fix it, but it was time for action right now. There is there is no goofing around. We better get to D.C. and the Republicans better start leading and doing what they say they're going to do. And we got to curb the budget. And if we do those type of things uh, and, and hard on it, 2024 will, will be a, a, a great year for America and wind up saving America and getting back to the American first policies that build strength in our economy and prosperity. 
8 November is Judgment Day. Commander Ryan Zinke, thank you very much for joining us from Montana 1, this new district carved out of the great state of Montana. We're going to follow this one quite closely. I need everybody to go to a site right now. We need all volunteers. Let's stay on the frontier, but this we're going to go to Arizona, a statewide race, Abe Hamaday. Abe, all the numbers I'm seeing uh, is you're up seven, eight, nine, uh, and I keep hearing about, I see these all radical, these commercials about your radical opponent. Is that because Finchman and Kerry Lake are taking the incoming? How's Hamaday up nine? <laughs> well, actually, if you look at the polls, it's quite interesting, Steve. I'm actually winning Hispanic voters. We're doing really well with black voters and Asian voters as well. So, you know, the media, the reason why they were going after me so hard is that I'm a first generation American, son of Syrian immigrants. I'm an army veteran and a prosecutor, and I know how to communicate. So it terrifies the hell out of them. And, you know, I think they should be worried, but. You know, we just got notice today that my opponent, they dumped $500,000 additional on TV. So, you know, we need all the resources and ammunition right now just to finish this thing off. But we're in a very good spot. And, you know, something that's so unique about Arizona, Steve, I really think that Arizona is leading the rest of the country and showing how this America first new Republican Party is leading. I mean, look at me, Mark Bincham, Carrie Lake, Blake Masters. Everywhere we're going, we're all promoting one another. You know, we all know that we need each other to make Arizona great again. So that's what's very neat about this election season. I've never seen anything like this before across the country. By the way, next hour, we've got Eli Crane from Arizona, too. And I absolutely agree. It's the railhead of America first at MAGA. Talk to us. Give us a minute on your opponent. She's uh, a tad radical for Arizona, is she not, sir? Well, that's exactly right. She's been trying to promote green new energy deals, you know, for the past 15 years. Uh, she wants to end cash bail. She doesn't think there's a border crisis. I mean, she has literally never pras- uh, practiced law, Steve. She's an environmentalism professor at ASU, and then she's a uh, former journalist for the Arizona Republic. And you know what's quite interesting about that? Even John McCain thought she was so dishonest, he actually kicked her off his uh, Straight Talk Express back in 2000. She was the only journalist that was kicked off. So even John McCain, you know, we can agree with John McCain on this. Uh, but that's, you know, she's a far leftist radical right now. And, you know, she wants to try to bring California policies into Arizona. But I don't think we're going to have any of it. And this is why it's so critical. We get Mark Fincham, Carrie Lake, Blake Masters across the finish line as well. Abe, how do people get to your site? Everybody's very proud of your campaign, the way you're comporting yourself. You're a fighter, but you do it with class. How do people get to your site? Thank you, Steve. They can go to abe4ag.com, abe4ag.com. And, you know, we really appreciate any support we can get these next uh, 21 days. Okay. Abe is uh, on the target list of Soros. You know why? Because he's going to be a great, great attorney general. Abe Hamaday, thank you very much for joining us in Arizona. Thank you, Steve. Okay, Richard Barris, Jared Majewski, we're going to go up to Ohio next. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k 
or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Nature in D.C. and career politicians like Marcy Capper will do anything, say in power. Marcy's been lying to us for 40 years. In district, she's a moderate. But when she's in D.C., she votes with Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi every time. What's the result? 40-year high inflation, soaring gas prices, rising crime? Marcy's had her chance, and she's failed. Now it's time we have ours. I'm J.R. Majewski, and I approve this message because Marcy Capper is the poster child for term limits. Okay, welcome back. Uh, it is Monday, 17 September. We are, th- tomorrow's three weeks from Judgment Day. Let's bring in Jarrett Majewski up in Ohio. Of course, there's a big debate tonight. Um, and in fact, I think we're going to be um, uh, live streaming that with uh, Grace Chung and Captain Bannon uh, between Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance. J.R., uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think IA Interactive just toss, just moved this race to a toss-up give us assessment give us a situation report a sit rep on where we are so steve as you know marcy captor and the ap teamed up and sent out a fake hit piece that's been debunked multiple times and uh that threw the political pundits in for a whirlwind and uh you can talk with rich when when he gets on later he's been somebody i've been talking to quite frequently and uh he stood firm and now uh well they they moved it to a lean democrat but uh now they're realizing that we still have the momentum and people are tired of being lied to. And uh, they moved it back to a toss-up where it belongs. Okay, when are we going to get um, – I, I want TV rights for the debate. When is that going to take place, sir? Well, we've asked multiple times, Steve, and Marcy Captor is refusing to debate. She's making up uh, numerous excuses, um, just like she is about her, her record in, in, in the House. Uh, she's – She's just scared to debate me. That's at the end of the day. They know that they're very vulnerable. Hold on, hold on. I thought you I thought you saw her in the restaurant outside the ladies' room before she jumped in there. She's kinda of like Katie Hobbs. They're all hiding. <laughs> I thought she committed. She just says, Hey, t- talk to my person, my people, uh, and we'll work out a time. Is that did you yeah. get was that a lie? Was that another lie, sir? Oh no. I mean, look, I've I've met Marcia quite a few times and uh, I'm always a gentleman when I meet her and to be honest, Steve, she doesn't even know who I am. Uh, she always has a blank stare on her face, unfortunately. Um, I think her team of left-wing activist Bernie bros from the East Coast, are uh, they're pretty much in charge of all of her messaging. And I've even challenged her, uh, her campaign manager to a debate since he seems to be the voice of the campaign entirely. But I haven't heard anything back from him. I want, this is not a serious – you know, we started with Fetterman. Who we is the cyborg because he can't he can't uh, he can't even function without the computer, okay. And we're not picking on him for having the stroke. He couldn't help the stroke that happened. But what he's doing now and his wife, the reporter that did the big story, I think it was Rolling Stone, said that she's the candidate. Um, in your case, she's playing hide and seek. She won't come out. Why won't she stand up? She's been there that long. Why can't she stand on a stage and just take her record? And compare it to yours of, you know, you're an insurrectionist, you're a bad guy, you're all this. 
why can't she stand in front of the, the, the citizens of the district and defend her record, sir? I mean, when you look at it, it's just undefendable. I mean, to stand on stage and, and try to defend voting with Biden and Pelosi 100 percent of the time is, is impossible in a district like this. I mean, Ohio, this is this has become Trump Trump country very, very quickly. And Marcy Kaptur knows that. So she's using her spending power, her funding from Nancy Pelosi and Soros. And uh, she's spending millions of dollars attacking my character, not talking anything about what she has done or what she could do for the state of Ohio. She's instead just, uh, you know, going back to the, the the typical Democratic play, which is assault the character, spread lies, don't debate and hide in the basement. And raise a ton of money from sourcing these outside groups that are not in your district to dump TV ads that just go after the character. Don't talk about policies. Give me a minute on how this how did this become Trump country? What is it going on that's flipped this your district to Trump country, sir? Well, I think Ohioans like myself, you know, typically in the um, in the urban areas like Toledo, we grew up in a blue collar family and, you know, we were raised to be Democrats because that's what everyone was. But the Democratic Party left our parents and they left, you know, many adults and we 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 sought shelter and cover and truth. And we found that in President Trump. Uh, people in Northwest Ohio just want to be told the truth. They want representatives that are going to go to Washington, D.C., not be bought off, stand up for local issues, put America first. And you know th- that's what I represent. I mean, when I win this general election, people are going to look back on my entire campaign. And uh, I really think that if they were to study it, they, they would see that I've essentially change the game on how you can run for office. You don't need big lobbyists. You don't need big pharma. You don't need all these huge organizations coming in. You just need the truth. You need patriots on your side and you need to be willing to go out and do the work and develop individual relationships with these voters, not just lie to them and give them, you know, any inclination that you're going to go to Washington DC and, and double and not double down on your commitment. Okay. People, you got three weeks starting tomorrow. This is one of the most important races in the country. Tell us, where do you go from here? How can people follow you? We've got tons of volunteers that can do anything. If they're so inclined, what do you need people to do? Well, right now, it's kind of like what Commander Zinke said. We've, we've uh, created a, a campaign based on, on uh, you know, small dollar donations. So a donation to the campaign would be phenomenal. We're, we're looking to do our, our final push and our media buy here shortly. And um, you can sign up to volunteer on the website. Uh, we're, we're going to be doing a tour of the ninth district here in the next uh, few days. And we're going to continue getting out, shaking hands, meeting people, uh, putting out yard signs. We can, we can use help phone banking, you name it. Marcy Kaptur is a, a monster of a candidate and she has a strong army of people that don't live here trying to help her win. Yeah. Cause they need that progressive seat. Jared Majewski, uh, by the way, any social media people go to or just the campaign site? go to the social media is uh, J.R. Majewski for Congress or J.R. Majewski. I'm on all forms of social media, either one of those two screen names. But uh, you can find anything you need right on the website. J.R., thank you very much for joining us. appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Take care of you guys. Let me, br- let me bring in Richard Barris. Barris, we started in Montana. We go- went to Arizona, then Ohio. In the second hour, we're going to be back in Arizona. Uh, we're going to be up with Joe Kent, and we're going to go to Florida. Give us your sense first off. This thing, you know, these races always break in the last couple of weeks. Tomorrow's 
uh, three weeks. Where, where do you see it overall as you analyze other polls other than yours? Yeah, and and actually, I think there's some of them, most of them are starting to show what we saw really uh, over the weekend was pretty significant, Steve. And, you know, it didn't surprise me that we saw like the New York Times poll. They went to a likely voter model and now there are plus four. Uh, look, there these things do break. And I was telling people to, you know, just remember what the generic ballot looked like before the summer. And what the issues were before the summer, who led on these issues. Abortion never got the predominant position uh, that Democrats hoped and wanted it uh, to, to get to. And now, uh, you know, even if it's in the top three or five, it doesn't matter when you're trailing the other party uh, by the, these kinds of margins. So, you know, the, the, the best thing to sum it all up, I really do think the levy is about to break. That's what it looks like. Uh, I want to uh, hang, hang on. Hang, hang on a second. I want to go. I want to yeah. go. I want to go to the New York Times because you're the first guy to call this GOP gains edge and poll as economy sways voters is the big headline. But then down yep. below, and this was Barris called this weeks ago. Democrats see drop in independence in women. Richard Barris, tell us what you knew before the New York Times Santa poll made it obvious to all the liberals that. You know, in here, abortion is the seventh issue. Okay. They don't care. Yeah. People who are going to actually vote don't care, right? They care about the economy. They care about crime. They care about inflation. Richard Barris. You just can't afford to care about abortion in this economy. And had they been listening instead of talking and shut their mouths for two seconds and do what their job is, a job of a pollster or a pundit, you know, you speak as a pundit, but you're supposed to listen, Steve. That's the majority of your job. And it has been loud and clear for a year. Uh, you know, by the way, just to bring up, what does R plus four mean? It means that all that talk about J.R. Majewski being in so much trouble is is a nothing burger. An R plus four or more electorate is going to sweep Marcy Captor right out of that seat. She's one of the most vulnerable incumbents up this cycle. Uh, you know, for somebody uh, like, like J.R. Majewski, by the way, everyone thought uh, going into the primary that he had that uh, – that uh, uh, Gavaroni, sorry, I couldn't remember her last name, would do so much better because she was going to pick up all of those more moderate voters in Toledo, outside of Toledo, in the suburbs. And actually, that's where he killed it. They don't care about January 6th. They don't care about uh, it's not that they don't care about abortion rape. They just don't care about it as much as they care that milk is too expensive and hard to find, that they can't pay for meat and poultry. That canned goods has gone through the roof. That paper products have gone through the roof. That gas is now back on the rise. This is like their worst nightmare. And it's happening right before the election. And what what we saw in the generic ballot, the last one we did, was just a matter of undecided, undecided swelling because of those independents being a little bit more unsure. I don't know if I'm going to vote. I don't really know what I'm doing. There's also that summer response bias. And now what's happening is that they're coming back. Biden's approval is what in that poll, by the way, 39. We're going to probably have him around 38. You know, that's where he is. That's wipeout territory. And I got to express a little bit of frustration here with people who fall for this year after year after year. This is a first term incumbent midterm. This is what happens during first term incumbent midterms when right track, wrong track is upside down. And right now it's historically bad. Biden is unpopular. The president's unpopular, historically unpopular. Uh, and, you know, they're losing on the issues. I mean, this is what we should have expected. And also another one, by the way, is, uh, you know, 
instability abroad, which we have like crazy. So all of the predictive indicators, voter registration, all should have pointed to this, Steve. And yet we really had people. We really had them on right and left, of course, dominated mostly by the left. But we really had people try to tell us that abortion was going to outweigh inflation. It's nuts. Yeah, no. It was a, the MSNBC. <laughs> hey, they bought it. They're going to own it. They broke it. They yeah. own it. Short commercial break. Barris, Beatty, and then the debates tonight. Back in a second. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that could never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. We're going to go to Georgia in a minute, talk about this debate tonight, Stacey Abrams and Governor Kemp. Uh, and I want you to keep in mind what Richard Burris just said about inflation in the economy, because we got a little bit of breaking news off of MSNBC. We're going to play for you in a second as soon as it renders and we're ready. Uh, Barris, two things. Number one, the spreading the battlefield. We're in Rona, uh, we're in Rhode Island. We're in Connecticut. Uh, Blumenthal's only a couple of points up. Uh, Major Malloy was on today from Vermont. Vermont's almost tied. New Hampshire. Uh, there's nine to 15 seats, uh, house seats in play in New York. Um, uh, Lee Zeldin is basically close to being tied with Hochul. Uh, is it a mistake to try to expand the battlefield right now as you see this thing breaking? Are people getting too greedy? Uh, no, no, I don't, I don't think it is. Uh, you, you know, Democrats are everywhere. They don't uh, shy away from a fight just because there's a little bit too much rural percentage of the vote in a district. They go after it. In those spectrum news polls in New York, if you look at some of those districts that should even be leaning Democrat, Zeldin is ahead in every single one of them. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the spectrum news, Siena poll is a disaster, uh, for Hochul. And, you know, I'm always skeptical on, uh, you know, races like that, Steve. There's been a lot of working class that have left New, uh, New York. But if this is any year that we could see something like that happen, it would be this year. Plus, remember, 
uh, that Citarelli barely lost in New Jersey, folks. He barely lost. And why did he lose? Because the RGA really didn't want, they wanted to play it safe. They wanted to help Glenn Youngkin and they wanted to play the rest of it safe. A little push for Citarelli and he would have won that. Instead, he was left to go up and down Route 9, shaking hands with New Jerseyans and diners. And that can do it, but you need money behind you. So offense, the best defense in politics if you're playing defense in politics you are losing you should always be on the offense even on abortion people should learn from Kerry Lake uh Richard speaking of Kerry Lake we're going to have this uh, in a second about Kerry Lake in Arizona as we go to Georgia in a second I want to about house and senate as you see it right now roughly directionally where do you see the house and where do you see the senate we're not going to hold you to a specific number but just directionally how big yeah. can both of these be uh, you know, the the bottom for us in the Senate, I mean, if Republicans had a bad night, would be below 52. But we thought a rather even night would be about 52. If it's headed in the direction that some of these polls suggest it is, then you could be above that because that would mean one, if not both, Arizona and uh, New Hampshire will break. They'll go. New Hampshire is unpredictable. I told people those early polls. Baldack just got out of the primary. Those early polls meant nothing. And New Hampshire is difficult to poll. So if uh, both of them were to go, then you're looking at 54. I mean, it's very, it is doable, Steve. I think uh, O'Day, he hurt himself. I do. Yeah. And I think the president. Hang on a second. Ohio, yeah. Wisconsin, uh, Georgia, and uh, or was, uh, Ohio, Wisconsin, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, do yeah. you see those as uh, do you see those as uh, as holds? I do. I do. I think we're, we're we'll have a new poll out in Wisconsin real soon. Ron Johnson's expanding his lead since uh, we, we were the first ones to show him in the lead. That race, uh, you know, I don't again, I don't want to sow complacency, but that race, uh, Johnson, man, he came back with a fury. He took a beating all through the summer and then just came back and did what Ron Johnson does best. Black salt, I think, uh, you know, it, it's probably going to be a smaller lead than, of course, than Johnson, but it's still a solid lead. I think Georgia Walker would be down big if those stories worked on him. He put in a great debate performance. And I think the way that things are moving right now, if the country goes plus five Republican, uh, understand that Georgia is five points more Republican than, than the nation as a whole. So it would be very difficult for Warnock to hold on. At this point, I really do think we're just talking about the Senate races in Arizona and New Hampshire at this point. I really do. And I think okay. that, like uh, I told so, you uh, so, last week, all, people are just all the big to ones, put Oz in the lead. All, all, the, all the big ones you think are holds them. North Carolina, I Pennsylvania, do. Ohio, and Wisconsin, the big four. Okay. Uh, real quickly, yeah. the House. Give me 60 the seconds House. of where you see the House breaking right now. You know, in, in Labor Day, around that period, I was thinking, you know, Republicans could be blowing this because, the, you know, Kevin McCarthy does not want a big MAGA majority. So he's doing everything as power, including J.R. Majewski, by the way, uh, to keep this manageable so he doesn't end up like John Boehner. But that's not how this works. And, you know, the, that's not how midterms works. And it worked. And if that levy breaks, uh, then you're looking at, you know, 40, 40 seats. It could happen. Absolutely. 40 plus, more. It could. It is plus. not unheard of. Absolutely. By, by the way, it's, They'll break it's, that it's seven. It's all within your grasp. This audience is going to make the difference right now. Let me play. Do I have the Kerry Lake? Before I lose uh, you, let me play the Kerry Lake uh, sure. hit off. Just happened off MSNBC. Listen to this. Let's go. Well, this is the biggest threat, internal threat to our democracy in my lifetime. 
And I think if you're somebody who is paying attention, whether you're a Democrat or Republican or independent, this this doesn't matter what party you are. You have to keep talking about this as a threat to our democracy. And the worry that I have is the everyday voter is going to be more you know, concerned about inflation and gas prices that they will miss this threat. You know, we have uh, Carrie Lake and she's not the only one. Fifty percent of Republican candidates statewide around the country are election deniers right now. This is this is a big deal. And we have to keep talking about it. We have to. What does the race look like to you? I mean, where did the momentum feel like it was? She's, I mean, it's basically tied. I think it's important for people to realize that the Kerry Lake of November 2021 is different than the Kerry Lake that we're heading to in November of 2022. She's much more polished on policy a year ago. She was up on stage with the likes of uh, Mike Lindell, you know, Michael Flynn, all of those folks. But now she's got the support of even the likes of Doug Ducey. Glenn Youngkin is heading out to Arizona to campaign with her on Wednesday. She can talk about about water. She talks about inflation. She just introduced a policy measure to uh, uh, to take back the grocery tax in Arizona, so that more money goes into the pockets no of Arizonans here. Facts and on so, immigration. But this is the issue here: is that she is presenting policies not only through campaign tele- television advertisements, through her rallies as well. That suddenly it's easy to forget what she believes when it comes to election denialism. Now she hasn't walked back gotta, uh, from any of these claims. You got to you got to get, get my. She doesn't know any of the facts about immigration. Nicole Wallace losing. God, they're so catty. Morning Mika and Nicole Wallace just so catty about Carrie Lake. She didn't know anything. Mike Lindell and Mike Flynn and on the war room. She knows more policy against Katie Hobbs. How will we know Katie Hobbs is hiding in the girls room? Come on, Nicole. Morning Joe talks about it. Where's Katie Hobbs? Let's have a debate. Let's see if she knows anything about immigration. This is MSNBC. You led the Democratic Party down this path to their destruction. Nicole Wallace and Morning Joe, Morning Mika and, and Chris Hayes. This is why you think Rachel Maddow bailed. She bailed on you and left you holding the bag. You led them down the path with J6 and the threat to democracy and abortion, all of it that didn't matter. You know who says it didn't matter? The New York Times today in their poll. Read it. The paper of record. Remember, if they don't print the New York Times, MSNBC would be a test pattern. Richard Barris, how do people get to the People's Pundit? How do they get to all your analysis? You heard it right there. I can't, did you see how she said inflation? Inflation. Like it yeah. was something that I, so you know, it's the, the grubby, the gr- the little people, the li- inflation. <laughs> you can't, baby. I love this so much. We're going to play that. So inflation, like you grubby little uh, hobbits, the hobbits are worried about inflation. Bears, <laughs> how did they get to you, brother? Yes, of course, the, the best place to get me is, of course, on Locals, peoplespundant.locals.com. We just put a voter analysis up on Michigan as well uh, for local supporters there. But Truth and Getter, at People's Pundit, and on uh, Twitter still, at People's underscore Pundit. Love you, Richard Barris. Your polling's been amazing. Thank you so much, and thank you all the best, so Steve. for the audience. Bye, Steve. Folks have seen it all come together. Uh, let me get Darren Beatty up here. Darren uh, I, I appreciate you taking time away. Revolver's got about 20 important stories. But this thing in California, what what is going on? The radical, the Democrats are so out of touch with the American people. Darren Beatty. 
Well, first of all, I love the description of Fetterman as the cyborg, and I'm very pleased to say that we have an absolutely devastating piece on Fetterman coming up to add to the, the epithets, but cyborg is a very good one. I will say that um, it's an incredible fact that he's even in the running, but that's a story Scary. for another time. Uh, we've got of several white hot pieces up at Revolver. And the one I'd like to talk about today is entitled California's new pro-kidnapping bill is pure evil. And here's why Republicans must copy it in every red state. And so people don't know there's this insane law California just passed with the help of this individual called Senator Scott Weiner. He's a state senator. You need to go to the piece. Just to look at the picture of this guy, the picture in this case really is worth more than a thousand words. He's His claim to fame is he co-authored a bill that lowered the penalty for intentionally spreading HIV. He also uh, spearheaded a bill that would reduce the penalty for um, sexual contact with minors, like all kinds of wild San Francisco type stuff that this guy's been pushing. And his magnum opus here is a bill that would literally help parents kidnap their children in order to force them to become uh, transgender, to force a surgery on them. Basically, what they do is they say, okay, a bunch of states are posing restrictions on uh, child transgender surgeries and such. We are going to pass a law in California that totally negates that, that doesn't recognize any of these other states' laws we won't comply with any of your subpoenas, and we'll make enforcing criminal acts in other states relative to these laws the lowest enforcement priority. So it's basically saying California is a sanctuary state for people who want to force this kind of stuff on their children against the laws of other states, and in many cases, even against the other parent, because sometimes one parent is really pushing this and the other one doesn't like it. So it's a very dark Orwellian, um, very much a California, San Francisco type dystopian piece of legislation. But the good news is it can actually be copied. It's actually a model. Actually, the mindset that it reflects is something very powerful because a lot of people just sit back waiting for, you know, a favorable presidential election to save us but it actually shows the people playing around with California to destroy the country and to weaponize California to destroy the country, they have it right in the sense that we are totally underutilizing red states, totally underutilizing red states. And one thing we can do is we could pass an actual patriotic version of this bill and say states won't recognize other states that try to force tranified children. States won't recognize other states that unconstitutionally infringe on the right to bear arms. There's so many other applications wow. of this model. Is, so is, is the piece, is the piece go into this part of it? The, the red state part of it? Is hundred percent. And it's, I mean, it's a readily made solution. And you know, revolver is known for a lot of things, but a running current through a lot of pieces that we do is red states are underutilized. Big time, big like time. Tennessee, all these other states, we don't use it. So we need to Maggie. adopt the mindset of these people who are pushing this nonsense in California and use it against them. Darren, how do people get to a revolver and how do they follow you on social media? Revolver is always on fire. 
Revolver.News White Hot Pieces. This latest one is just going crazy. I wanted to talk about this fashion piece. We did a piece on fashion, believe it or not, that is incredibly controversial. People go there, check out the history yeah. of the fashion we'll, we'll, industry. And we'll, we'll get you on tomorrow about fashion. Steve Wonderful. Bannon and Darren Beatty talking fashion. That's you want to put that program into your TV. Going to Georgia next. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. You know, since they were bad-mouthing Mike Lindell in the last time, I remember they pulled him out of big box everywhere. You can go to MyPillow.com right now. Go to the uh, go to our square. you put, got to put in promo code WARROOM. you got everything. got the sheet sales, $29.88, but you got everything else. Buy one, get them freeze, moccasins, slippers, bathrobes. Go check it out. Make them regret that they're trash-talking Mike Lindell on MSNBC around Kerry Lake. I mean, Mike Lindell and Kerry Lake are very close. They, he does a lot of campaign events with her. Still, if MSNBC actually covered the facts and didn't give us fake punditry all the time. Okay, every night is a big night. Uh, here on uh, in War Room, we're going to have up on our getter, we're going to be doing these debates. We're going to be doing events. Uh, in fact, uh, Grace Chung and Captain Bannon are going to be uh, maybe doing a, even a wrap-up show later in the night. Grace Chung, as you know, is the queen of the trolls. She's going to be with us momentarily. But Real America's Voice got a very special, uh, what they're doing tonight. I want to bring in Carolyn Ryan. Carolyn, you're down in your studio in Atlanta. This is a huge debate tonight. I keep saying it could be the end of Stacey Abrams' career. I think she's eight or nine points down. Talk to us about Real America's Voice. When can people come in and out of this and get your analysis? Hey, Steve. So the debate uh, tonight between Governor Kemp and Stacey Abrams gets underway at seven o'clock. This is the first of two scheduled debates that these two will have. And Real America's Voice is going to be covering it live tonight, starting at 7 p.m. on Dr. Gina's show. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll have some cut ins. We'll have a live stream that we keep popping back to and we'll have some live analysis. It's a highly anticipated debate of this, of course, is the rematch from 2018. Uh, these two are meeting once again for a gubernatorial election. Now in 2018, Kemp won by 55,000 votes. And it looks like if the polling is to be believed, he is on track to beating her by even a larger margin this go around than he did the first go around, according to a recent Trafalgar poll uh, that was conducted uh, October 8th through the 11th. Kemp is up nine points. He's up. Whoa, 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 whoa. The first, the first, the first time, the first time was the skin of his, I mean, that was his fingernails. Remember, She's never conceded, as we saw on Gosh. CNN when Dana Bash tried to go after Kerry Lake and took an incoming Kerry Lake punch. Somebody should call the concussion referees over the NFL to have Dana Bash check before she goes back out and puts her helmet back on. Um, but this is the question. How did Stacey Abrams get nine points down? I think it's AJC has her eight or nine points down. How did that happen? She was going to be the president of the United States. How did this happen, Carolyn? Well, I'll tell you, she is on the losing end, the wrong end of every major issue right now in Georgia, and she can't escape it. And I'll tell you what, Steve, if the moderators tonight are half as good as the moderators on Friday night during the Senate debate, 
Stacey Abrams should be very concerned because she's going to have to answer a lot of really tough questions. Stacey Abrams supported vaccine mandates. Stacey Abrams supported the forced masking of children, even while she decided to take the liberty to breathe freely around them. Stacey Abrams supported uh, the the election bill uh, 202 in Georgia being called a racist bill and ultimately the all-star game moving out of Georgia costing this state hundreds a hundred million dollars is some of the estimates. Wow. She has spread conspiracies about abortion saying uh, that the there's no such thing as a fetal heartbeat at six weeks that yeah. it's a manufactured Terrible. sound. She's on the wrong side of every major issue and I think that's what you're seeing reflected in the polls. Okay. Carolyn's going to be on the Dr. Gina show. They're going to be cutting in and out of this huge debate. Carolyn, what's your social media? How do people follow you also? I'm at Carolyn Ryan TV on all the major social media sites, Getter, Truth, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Carolyn, thank you. Look forward to this debate tonight. It's going to be big. Stacey Abrams, who was going to be president, the path to presidency, came up against Kemp. She's eight or nine down. And I agree with you. Herschel Walker won that debate on Friday night. He was totally prepared, but Warnock was not prepared for really moderators to ask real questions. So, Carolyn, you nailed it right there. Look forward to seeing your analysis and commentary tonight. Let me go to Grace. I got Grace Chung and Captain Bannon from the War Room team. Tonight, Grace, uh, the queen of the trolls, Grace Chung. Grace, you're covering Atlanta. You're going to cover Tracy. How do people get to it? Is it going to be in your live stream, and then you're going to have commentary and audience participation, ma'am? Yes, we definitely need all of MAGA to show up tonight. And it's at 7 p.m. It's just at Grace Chung. It's at my Getter account. And um, we definitely need everyone to participate, have an uncensored discussion, and to end Stacey Abrams and just to tear her apart in the Getter chat room. (laughs) Grace has a very, uh, very uh, nice and calm exterior. It, the, the, the Twitter or the get or the getter comes in a little hot. So, uh, Grace, once again, where do people go? Grace Chong, C-H-O-N-G on Getter. If you have not downloaded Getter, it's totally free, and you're going to have the time of your life. They've got the best live stream. They've got shows up all the time. Uh, Captain Ben and Grace, I think, are going to do a, a summary show starting a third weekend. But they've got so many debates. They're going to be doing live streams every night, and you can participate. Your stuff comes right up on the screen. Captain Bannon, you're taking Ohio, J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan. Didn't turn out well for Ryan the first time. What do you anticipate tonight? I expect another strong debate from J.D. Vance. Um, It is also at 7 o'clock tonight. We need MAGA to turn out for this debate as well. And I will be live streaming it on my gutter and providing commentary at the end, like I've done so far um, for some previous debates. By the way, you took a real umbrage with uh, Nicole Wallace and Morning Mika going after Carrie Lake. And I know you know Carrie personally. Tell us what your thoughts are about that. I think that Carrie Lake knows more than both of those women combined. And I will stick uh, you, stick it, to that <laughs> Is you think, they're be, you think they're being a little catty right now? Aren't they being catty? I think they are. And I think that when you can't back your statement up with facts, you, you attack someone, someone's character. We saw that in the debate this weekend with Joe Kent and his candidate that's running against him when she couldn't answer yeah. questions on this debate. She attacked his character and integrity or attempted to. So I think that that's what um, they're trying to do with Carrie Lake as well. Okay. Seven o'clock. What, what's your what's your hand? We got two. We got Grace Chong taking Georgia. Mo Bannon's taking Ohio. Where do they get to yours, Mo? They can find me on Getter at Maureen underscore Bannon. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, Real Maureen Bannon. 
there are people trying to fake my account. So it, my Instagram is at real Maureen Bannon. Okay. We got Grace Chong taking Georgia tonight, the Stacey Abrams debate with governor Kemp. Uh, we got Mo Bannon doing the JD Vance stick around. We're going out throughout the country to talk about these races. New York times is covering warriors that are running. Their heads are blowing up. Plus the real Anthony Fauci movie. We launch it here in the war room next. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer. Every year, year in and year out, heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 